Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Huffeld, and it was a number of years ago when two sales experts wrote an article for the Harvard Business Review that was titled, What Makes a Good Salesman? And in this article, they list two qualities that they found made a huge difference in whether someone became just good at selling or became great. And one of those was what they referred to as empathy. Today, we are going to talk about this important topic that is often misunderstood. We're going to talk about what productive empathy is when it comes to selling, because not all empathy in selling is equal. And we're going to talk about specific things you can do right away to take your empathy to a whole nother level. So let's dive in and talk about empathy. First of all, there is a lot of research on this. We can talk about for quite some time, so just allow me to summarize, to say that productive empathy amplifies influence and increases the likelihood of a sale. There are many studies that have delved into this. In fact, one I'll share with you that was published in the Journal of Personal Selling and Sales Management when they conducted a survey of buyers who had recently purchased from a salesperson. And they asked them a number of questions to really identify how much empathy that salesperson had shown to that buyer. They found that the more empathy that had been shown, the more satisfied buyers were with their purchase and the more likely they were to buy again from that salesperson. And study after study shows very similar findings. Empathy matters a great deal. However, in selling, when we talk about empathy, there is often a big misunderstanding. And that is this. Many people, when they talk about empathy, because they don't understand the science of it, what they are actually promoting promoting isn't productive empathy. In other words, they're promoting emotional empathy. And what we as salespeople want to focus on is what researchers refer to as cognitive empathy. So what's the difference? So emotional empathy is when you feel those feelings that a buyer or buyers are sharing with you. In other words, if they say, boy, I don't know if I can afford it. You say, oh, I feel for you. Oh, I know it's tough, right? So you're identifying with them and you're feeling those feelings like that old phrase, you know, I feel your pain. All of us have encountered this in our personal lives when someone we love or care deeply about is going through a really traumatizing ordeal and we empathize with them. We literally feel their pain. It's as if in a small way it's happening to us and we're sad for them. The sadness they feel, it infects us and we feel that. And there's nothing wrong with emotional empathy outside of selling. Inside selling, it's not productive at all. So what do we want to do? We want to focus on what researchers refer to as cognitive empathy. Cognitive empathy is the ability to understand what a person is thinking and feeling. It's involving our neocortex. It's us understanding them. And boy, does this matter and selling. And that's what the researchers are referring to in the studies 
that I highlighted a few moments ago and kind of summarized for you, they're not referring to emotional empathy. They're referring to cognitive empathy. Again, emotional empathy is I feel what you're feeling and I sympathize. Cognitive empathy is I understand what my buyers are thinking and feeling. And this is a big deal because so often when selling is discussed and empathy is taught, there is no distinction here. And so many people are led astray and they're led into emotional empathy, which drives down the likelihood of the sale. Because you need to be able to think clearly and objectively to help people see things from new points of view. And if you get drawn into those emotions they're feeling and you start feeling them, it corrupts that entire process. So we want to focus on cognitive empathy, understanding their perspective. In fact, in the science of selling, I talk about this a little bit, and I don't use the word empathy very much because of the confusion regarding empathy. And so I use the the word perspective taking a lot in the book, The Science of Selling, because what I'm referring to there is cognitive empathy, emotional empathy, it'll drive down the likelihood of the sale. In fact, I know I have met many salespeople who were good in both of these areas. In fact, most top salespeople are awesome at cognitive empathy. And we're going to talk about specific things each of us can do to get better in this area. But I've also met people who focus on emotional empathy during the sale and it drives down their performance. They get sucked in to the buyer's objections or they get overly influenced by the feelings the buyer has, and they adopt those same feelings, and it inhibits them from really being able to do what's in the best interests of the buyer. Why? Because their viewpoint becomes skewed. No longer can they lead the buyer through the decision-making process, because now the buyer has, in a sense, drawn them into those emotions and inhibiting them from doing what's best for the buyer and the the salesperson. And so we want to be very mindful of this. Empathy is good. When it comes to selling, cognitive empathy is what you want because this will take you to a whole nother level. And that's what you want to focus on. Now, how can you and I develop more cognitive empathy. Let's just cut right to it. I want to share with you two things that science says you can do. Number one, and this may surprise you a little bit, but number one is self-awareness. As one social neuroscientist, Tanya Singer, says you need to understand your own feelings to understand the feelings of others. So one of the things you and I can do to really begin to improve our ability to empathize in a productive way is to first look at ourselves. Do you understand your own feelings? Do you understand your own moods? Do you understand your own thought process? The more you can start to dissect those, the easier it'll be to do others. In other words, it's very difficult for you to become a master at cognitive empathy when you are baffled by you. So you want to begin to figure your own self out. And that's much easier to do in many ways than another person for the big reason that you're always with you, right? You can always be analyzing yourself 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, right? You're always with you. So take advantage of that and make sure you understand yourself because the more you do, the skills and the knowledge you'll acquire will help you 
be able to better understand others. So that's one of the surprising insights, at least I thought it was surprising when I read the research on this, is one way to improve cognitive empathy is to improve your own self-awareness. In fact, this is when you look at emotional intelligence, what creates emotional intelligence, which is also important. One of those key things is self-awareness. People that are emotionally intelligent are very self-aware. One example of this that I can remember was many years ago now. This is maybe 15 years ago or pretty close to it. I remember I met Lindsay, was a very young salesperson, had just got started in sailing. In fact, she was a part-time employee for the company that I was doing some consulting for. And they asked me, you know, what do you think of her? We're not sure if we're going to keep her or just let her go. She's only part-time and she was very young, brand new to selling. And so I went through and had about an hour-long meeting with her where we kind of talked and I was blown away by her cognitive empathy. She would say things like, you know, here's what, what people often say to me when I'm selling. And I would ask, well, what, what do you what do you do when they say that? And she goes, well, I, I do this. And I said, why do you do that? And she would explain it to me. And not everything she was doing was correct, but her thought process revealed that she was off the charts in cognitive empathy. And so when the VP of sales asked me, what do you think of Lindsay? I said, she's going to be a superstar. There was a number of things, including her ability to exhibit high degree of cognitive empathy that I knew she is someone you want to invest in. And he did. To his credit, he took that advice and he began to put a little more time into her. And then she quickly after that went full time. And within less than a year, I think she was number three over about 200 and some salespeople company wide. And so cognitive empathy can be a big, big deal and often transform someone. When someone walks into that, and some people do, they naturally will have a lot of this. Others have to develop it. But regardless, it's something all of us can develop too. Now, Lindsay had it through some of her background and just she was naturally gifted in that. So it all kind of combined and she walked in the door with that. And when she learned some of the science behind selling and some of these strategies, she became amazing at selling. But all of us can improve our empathy. That's also what the research shows. The second thing I want to share with you is about listening. Now, oftentimes when I hear listening being discussed on selling, and I won't go too much into this because we've talked about this in the past on our podcast on discovery a number of episodes ago. So I'll cover this briefly, specifically how it relates to empathy. So hang with me. But when oftentimes when I hear listening talked about, I hear nonsense like this. You need to be an active listener. Uh, what they mean when they say this is that you need to not be thinking about what you're going to say, but really be listening to a person. And though that's true, it's so elementary, it's very unhelpful. I've never heard of anyone's listening problems being cured by this. So I don't want you to be an active listener. Let's grow up a little bit, right, in our sales methodology. This is in 1962. So what can we do today? What does science say will help us? It's not active listening. We want to throw off things that aren't helpful. Instead, what I want you to do is listen with intention. Listen with intention. What do I mean by that? What I have found over the years is the number one thing that will cure bad listening and help begin to foster more cognitive empathy is listening with intention. Oftentimes, when you're trying to understand a person you're selling to, just saying listen more is completely unhelpful and no one knows what to do with that. Just talk less, I guess. I don't know. what. Right? That's not the key. And the key is to go in with intention. What information do I need to know? To know that before you enter the dialogue and then you ask questions and you listen 
for that. That begins to train our brains on how to listen. Also, listening for emotional cues. So what kind of emotional state is this person in? What are their feelings about this project? What are their feelings about me, right? If I start asking those kind of questions and queuing up my brain, I'll be receptive to that. And then it trains my brain to have more cognitive empathy. Most of us have a lot of improvement we could do in this area. I know I did when I was starting out. One of the things I did was train my brain to become more attuned to what those I was selling to, what their emotions were, and what they were thinking. So cognitive empathy, again, can be developed, and you simply train your brain. So what you want to do is begin to ask what information or what do I want to know at the end of this call? And I, what are those must-haves? What are those like-to-haves? And then I go through and I focus on that. And also starting to look at the emotional state a person's in. Are they in a negative emotional state or a positive emotional state? Starting to ask questions like then, because the key with cognitive empathy is attention. And this is what active listening or just listen more, these generic phrases that sound good, but are only an inch deep, right? There's no depth. There's nothing to grab onto once you get below the surface of the water. So they're not helpful. That's what they lack. They don't tell you what to do. But if you start directing your brain and saying, okay, focus on this and be specific, not just listen more to them because that's too general. It's too generic. It's unhelpful. You want to say, I want to listen for this information. I want to look at their emotional state. So at the end of that call, I can go, okay, what was their emotional state? It was pretty positive. Yeah, we joked at the beginning, they walked in, they were upbeat the whole way through. What was their feelings towards this project? Uh, very reserved, very concerned, skeptical because of a bad experience they had that I was able to dig out through my questions. Going into a call with that, that is the number one thing you can do to improve your cognitive empathy quickly. So focus on what you do before that call. So you know what you want to focus your brain on. Say, brain, I want you to be attentive to this and then make a note of that. You start doing that on 10, 20, 30 sales calls and you'll be amazed at how you'll start to see things you never saw before. And that's what people with high levels of cognitive empathy can do. So let's recap. Number one, when we talk about empathy, we want to focus on that perspective taking, understanding the emotions and thought process a person has. That is called cognitive empathy, not emotional empathy. I don't want you to feel sorry for people or when they say, I can't afford it, your heart goes out to them and you start shedding tears, right? That's useful in other parts of life, not so much for selling because we need to be above that so we can guide them through that and really serve them in the best way possible. And emotional empathy doesn't help us serve people the way we need to as salespeople. Then we looked at two ways you can improve your cognitive empathy immediately. First one is more self-awareness, really analyzing yourself, understanding your own thoughts and feelings. And then second is don't focus on active listening, focus on listening with intention. I want to go in to a sales call and I want to focus on what are the emotions from my buyers? What do they feel towards this project? And what are their thoughts regarding these mission critical areas of the sale? Because if you do that, you're going to be setting yourself up for tremendous success. And this is a quality that great salespeople have. They have high levels of cognitive empathy. Huh, I'm all excited. I want to go out and sell something right now. I don't know about you, but I would encourage you, think through this, act on those recommendations, begin putting them into practice, because when you do, I guarantee you this, you're going to see the power of science and the clarity it brings and how it will help you sell more. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and sell something. We'll see you next time.